As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lady River here, and welcome to Gaia Unveiled, the science podcast for pagans and the magical community. This is the first of six episodes looking more closely at the elements. Air. Fire. Water. Earth. If you're Wiccan, you call upon these forces every time you cast circle, if not more often. If you're pagan, or generally witchy, you probably still work with them. If you're into astrology, you can't avoid it. All the signs and planets are placed in one of these four camps. These four elements, as we still call them, of the ancient Western world, still provide a profoundly basic structure for pagan theology, Western magical ceremony, and anything that partakes at all of either of those. Even modern science still embraces the underlying principle of the four classical elements from which all things are made. But Lady River, you say, there are clearly 118 elements in the periodic table. How can you be so backward and call it science? Yeah, you are absolutely correct. We know that there are way more than four types of stuff making up the universe. But the ancient Greeks, with their idea that all of existence was made from various proportions of air, fire, water, and or earth, weren't entirely wrong. Instead of four types of matter, there are four states in which the 118 types of matter can exist in the world around us. These four states of matter are what modern scientific circles call the four elements. And while the two ideas are a little different, they do try to describe similar things. So looking more closely at the physical properties of the states of matter will give us insight into the magical properties of the elements. So for the purposes of this series, at least, I'm going to be using the terms element and state of matter interchangeably. Each element is going to get its own episode, but first, let's preview. There are dozens of states of matter. Some are extremely rare, don't happen where humans tend to be, or are purely theoretical at this point. So we're just going to look at the four fundamental states of matter that are common in everyday life. Which of these states a bit of matter is in is on one level purely structural, and I'll post a useful picture to the Facebook and Patreon pages. Earth, or in science talk, a solid, is tightly organized and cold relative to the other states. Its atoms and or molecules are arranged closely together and in a regular pattern, a crystal. It is a lump, a thing you can pick up and put down, and it holds its own shape. Water, aka liquid, is something you can scoop up, but you'll need a container, and its volume will conform to that shape, not having one of its own. The atoms, or whatever, are spaced further apart and are more closely bonded, so that lets the stuff move around more freely like liquids do. It's some amount warmer than in its solid state. Air, or gas, is hotter still. 
the atoms are spaced even further apart, very tenuously bonded. And while the group of them will expand to fill a container, it's usually not something you can hold, the atoms being so far apart you often can't even perceive a gas. Some systems of thought still don't accept plasma as a true state of matter, but enough do that I'm including it here. Also, it is quite literally fire, even though not all flames are actually hot enough to contain plasma. As plasma, a substance is so hot that the atoms don't even really bond with themselves. Electrons are split off of the atoms, leaving the nuclei to sort of be the matzo balls floating around in the electron broth. All these free-roaming electrons make for great electrical conduction, and that's why plasma balls work. You'll have noticed that liquid, gas, and plasma flow and take the shape of whatever container they're in. This is because they are all fluids. Some fluids flow slowly enough that we think they're solid, like glass, or like your cat getting up off your lap when you're late for work. But without that bonded, regular structure, it's not a solid. Solids are special. As you can see, state of matter is just a label for how the atoms and molecules in the substance are behaving. That, in turn, is a function of temperature and pressure. Temperature really just means motion. It's a measurement of the amount of energy in some stuff, which we perceive as heat, but which is actually kinetic energy, energy that is making all its molecules and things move around. Higher heat means those things are moving around very quickly and over a relatively long distance. Atoms get farther apart, bonds are weaker, and they move around each other more easily, becoming more fluid. Lower energy, lower heat, means the bits slow down, can get closer to each other, and bond more tightly, and at some point don't really move so much as vibrate. Eventually, they get cold enough that they stop moving entirely. That is called absolute zero, because obviously nothing can move less than not at all. Pressure keeping atoms unnaturally close and stifling their motion can result in a different state than they would have had with the same amount of temperature without the pressure. More heat doesn't really mean they get to move around as much as they want to if there's a lot of pressure holding them still. This is why a tank of compressed gas is liquid at room temperature, and why its pressure makes your Instapot cook so quickly. Changes between states occur due to increases or decreases in the energy in the substance, whether the energy is pressure or temperature. Since temperature is basically motion and pressure stifles motion, temperature and pressure are polar energies. Reread that as magical energies in an operation or ritual, and you should be getting ideas. If we're going to think of air, fire, water, and earth as different phases of a substance, and if in circle that substance is spiritual, for lack of a better word, that idea of spiritual substance moving through phases has big implications for circle casting and other elemental work. You'll often see invocations of elementals where each is spoken to in the same pattern, out of respect for them as equals. But perhaps we can also see that as a recognition that they are ultimately identical, just in different transitory states. Perhaps the elementals, which many see as discrete entities, are continually turning into and out of each other, and our human consciousness, locked into its three dimensions and taking the briefest snapshots of timeless existence, thinks those states and entities are separate. Perhaps if the elements make up everything, that deep-level identity is true of everything that exists once you take chronology out of the equation. I'm going to leave it there because I am blowing my own mind and I need to think on this more. Thanks, Empedocles. And thank you for joining me for Gaia Unveiled. Our opening theme is Magic Trance by Julius H. And the closing theme is Magic Event by Christian Bodhi, both courtesy of Pixabay. Our elemental series continues next time with fire, the most primal of the elements, and possibly literally the primal state of matter. See you soon. Keep reasoning, and blessed be.
If you liked this podcast, you can visit, discuss, and geek out at my Patreon page, www.patreon.com slash Gaia underscore unveiled, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Gaia dot unveiled. You can also find any visual aids I may have referenced on the podcast at those sites as well. Gaia Unveiled is hosted by Spreaker and can also be found on Spotify, Apple Music, Audible, Podchaser, Google Podcasts, and someday soon wherever you get your podcasts. If it's not on your favorite, let me know and I'll make it happen. A like, share, or Patreon sponsorship feels simply fantastic over here and makes you automatically 10% more awesome than you already are. So, you know, thanks for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.